You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You know, I don't know if I've ever really felt quite as violated. <laughs> And, Do you feel exposed? Yeah, no, I, I just feel like a piece of meat where you're sitting there and you're like aiming this camera at me and it's just, it's really unnerving. You're an actor, you should always feel like a piece of meat. Yeah, but it's different when you're holding up a camera and then just looking at the camera and being like, flex your muscle, Greg. Do it, Greg. Show him your hair, Greg. Show us, Greg. Yeah, no. Give us a wink, Greg. Oh, yeah, see, no, it just feels wrong. I can't I feel believe violated. you did it. Well, I mean, you shouldn't like respond to me then, but you like obey the commands. You said a girl in Seattle wanted to see my muscles, so of course I'm going to do it. Hello, everyone. <laughs> This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody that, uh, as I said, we are live on this, whether you're listening via podcast or live. And uh, the live subscribers, we do appreciate you very much. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening to the show. Um, but if you subscribe, it's six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and you get to listen to not only our show, but all the other shows on the network and 24 hours of streaming, archive stuff, and most importantly, you help us maintain this uh, I like how you said it yesterday. You help us keep the lights on. You help us keep the lights on. Mm. Yeah, I think Rick Emerson's one who, uh, <gasps> he, who said that. That's yeah. where it's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God bless Rick. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. 32 cents a day. So anyway, six ninety nine a month. Um, it's it's great. Sign up for uh, first the first week is free. Try it out. Mm. Funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. Okay, now that's out of the way. Uh, what I was referencing is the fact that we've been doing Periscope a lot lately. You've probably heard us talk about it and if you don't know what periscope is it's an app for twitter where you can broadcast live like just anywhere just instant like instantly yeah, you can so just you, name it something and then start broadcasting live and people can choose to click on your link and start watching what you're doing yeah so if you follow us at fun emp radio f-u-n-e-m-p radio you can see it but the problem is sarah usually is the one that's uh, running the camera and it is the creepiest thing when she sits there, because she'll hold up her phone and just aim it at me, so I can't see her face. Mm-hmm. It's her looking at the screen as the camera's on me, and just I just don't even know how to describe Dance it to people. Monkey, yeah, I'm a director. Yeah, you're an I actor. feel like I'm in a little box, uh-huh. and you're like, you're like, there's a voice being piped in, like, move like this for people, tell them what you're doing, and then there's this, just ew. It's creepy. No, it's creepy you as do hell. It, so I don't know what to say. I don't understand how people could be webcam people. That'd be that'd be ugh. Because they get paid well for it. Well, see, but I'm not getting paid by you, though, so this is just creepy. You're getting paid in friendship. No, see, I feel like I'm just uh, kidnapped, and I'm already in this studio, which kind of looks like a kill room anyway, because it's all soundproofed and boxed off, and then Uh uh, there's just you there with the camera, and I'm... Stuck in a corner. I was just exploiting you. <sighs> yeah, What's wrong that's with it. That? I feel exploited. Sarah. Yeah, that's okay. I do feel exploited. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, you can go to uh, uh, follow us on Twitter at Funemp Radio and Periscope, and you can you can see that video. It's unnerving. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Well, I'm sorry you had the good hair going on today, and like when we're looking for themes in our Periscope, I was like, we should talk about your hair, and you're like, I don't know if I need a haircut, so I needed to ask people whether or not you needed a haircut. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, well, I'm feeling a little sweaty and overwhelmed today. Because I still, so I haven't had a chance to take a shower yet today. So I'm already like. Oh, why are you admitting this on the air? I thought you were going to be talking about something else. I am going to be talking about something else, but I'm saying, so I worked my first shift last night, which I'm really excited about, at Big Ass Sandwiches, who just got their new location on 56th and uh, Northeast Gleason here in town. Yeah, somebody was on the uh, news, I noticed. Somebody in this room was on the news. Were you in the news smelling like that? Speaking of, well, you can't smell through the news. Okay. And I was fine. No, it was just I smell like sandwiches, which is not the worst thing to smell like. I kind of still smell. Sarah Stillen, I smell like sandwiches. <laughs> wow. Sarah Stillen story. 
No, it was my first night last night. And yeah, there happened to be um, a TV crew there. And so you know what I did? You know how shameless I was, Greg Nibbler? I wore one of our Fun Employment Radio t-shirts last night. That's good. Yes, I good. did. And I didn't realize... Always be shameless. I had no idea that the guy was filming. I was actually... Because I was so sweaty and it was warm. Actually, it's air-conditioned in there, which is fine. But I mean, me moving around in you know the winter, I sweat. It doesn't right. matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't think that I actually got on camera. But sure enough, I was uh, on the news clip for Big S Sandwiches last night. I saw a brief post about that. Now, were you super sweaty when you were on it? I was... Well, I was only on it for probably like... Four seconds, I had just like poured someone a beer and I was ringing them up at the register. Oh, so you were, it was at least like a front shot? It was a front shot and you could see the Fun Employment Radio logo Sweet. on Good the front work. of the shirt. Thank you. Good work on that. Yeah, because Lisa told me, she's like, oh yeah, your first day, by the way, uh, I think that there's going to be a camera crew there. I'm like, awesome. I'm like, what should I do? I'm like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, Big S Sandwiches, uh, bigassandwiches.com. So they've been a, uh, they're our friends and then they had a, a food cart just for anybody who doesn't know. And now they just got a brick and mortar restaurant here in town. So that's, the this is kind of their their big grand opening, essentially. Yes. Yeah, so now I work in a sandwich shop. I'm a bartender. I'm a painter. But most important, I, uh, I'm i a podcaster above all, which I love. We were talking about this, and, and I know you were doing this bartending stuff. And yeah, you know, it's good to have like a full rounded thing just in case like side jobs pop up and things like that. And so I decided to, which I've never done before, I've never been one of these people, but I decided to go get my uh, OLCC one permit. One of these people? Like, well, like a bartender. bartender. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never been a, a bartender before, but I went and actually got my OLCC permit yesterday. So I want to explain that. So so this just, it kind of opens it up for some some other uh, opportunities just for like, for, for side gigs, it which is pretty cool. It opens you for anything. It opens yeah. you for catering, for volunteering for places. Like, if you have well, an LCC card, and you're Even set. my stuff down at the museum that I do, this actually opens it up for more for more jobs. Yeah. No, I mean, it totally is. It's, like, nice to have, and it lasts for a long time. And you went and did your class thing yesterday, yeah? Yes. And so what what I'm talking about with this is, uh, you know— it. In Portland, in Oregon, you have there's a thing called the Oregon Liquor Control Commission, and they this is for people who are outside of Oregon, so they don't understand because we have a really weird system uh, that how alcohol is governed here. And so, in order to work in any kind of an alcohol thing, even to pour a beer for someone legally, you have to have an OLCC permit. So they're like the they're the liquor police. Yes. They essentially run everything. It's really weird. It's backwards. Which is so weird. Like, it's creepy because they, uh, they're like a separate kind of policing force that regulate all of the, like, the liquor and alcohol in Portland, which is, and, and Oregon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they, they're in control of everything and they're bastards, but they control it. So you have to get one of their permits. And in order to do that, you have to take a class. And so I actually went and, and, uh, took it took a uh, class yesterday where you have to go through this class in order to get the permit. Mm -hmm. And let me just say, it's been a long time since I've gone to a class for anything like that. So it it was essentially about a three-hour class. However, I think it could have been done in about two hours because of the fact that it's one of those those things where it's probably a group of about 20 people. And you sign up for this thing, and you show up, and this was in the basement of some oh, restaurant. Oh, no. You had and, you had a group of 20 people? Yeah, there's about 20 people. Oh, you're going to get a shit show with that. Like, I had a group of four or five people last time I took my test, and in that ratio, there was already, like, one super talker in mine. Did you get... Well, I yeah. can't even imagine how many, like, what a mess that must have been. This is this is what I was trying to get to is, yeah, with that, with you, when you have a group like that, and anything, whether it's in college or any kind of class you take, you always end up with that one person who is the most annoying person on earth. And that's what it was like yesterday. So I was actually kind of excited to learn about something because it's fun to, you know, learn about how all this stuff works, even though it turns out it's really boring and just common sense shit. Don't serve 
don't underage people, don't and if somebody's passed out ID. drunk, don't give them shots. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much that was pretty much about it. But you have to take this class, and and so it's not really that complicated of a thing. And even the guy that was teaching the class, he was like, you know, we have to go through all this stuff. We'll go through it. If you have questions, ask me. It's pretty common sense, but this is what we have to do. He was pretty cool about it. Mm. Like he was like, we want to get. He's like, these classes used to take six hours. I don't want to be here. The first time I took that class, it took six hours, and it was at the old spaghetti factory. Oh, wow. And it went on forever because I had, like, there were, like, six different question askers who would just, like, ask questions that had already been answered and just reiterating, like, things that we had already learned. It was so well, obnoxious. And that's and that's what I'm getting to, too. So, so he said, you know, it used to be six hours, but he's like, I want to get out of here in about two. I think you probably do, too. Um, we'll cover everything. If you have questions, ask them, but that was about it. And... I kid you not, like before we even started, before the before he even started going into everything, he was just going through the stuff. This woman, now you have to sign up for this class. You have to seek this class out. Mm. It's not something you can just stumble upon. You purposely go there and sign up for this thing, and you have to go, and it costs money. She raises her hand, and she's like, so what does this class get me? Wait, this is right when you get there? This is when the guy's talking about... It's an. It's clearly an OLCC class. Mm-hmm. It's, this is what you have to take to get your permit. Like, there's no other possible thing that could be there. And this woman behind me, she raises her hand while he's still giving a speech, and you can tell the guy was like a little bit thrown off. He's like, "Uh, yeah. What's what's the question? What does this class get me?" Oh my and, god! And like, you got a talker even during the opening speech. The talker started during the opening speech, oh. and what I. What I'm about to tell you, some of this stuff is going to sound like I'm making it up, but I swear to you. These are exact questions and things that this woman went through. So, I don't know so, what your questions are, but I know for a fact that there's always – the person who asks the questions, they're never questions that you need to have answered. They're always just basic, like, knowledge things that you should no, just know. No, no, no. It's worse than that. <laughs> okay. It's worse than that. So so I've just never really encountered somebody quite like this. And, like, th- to, to this level where this woman was at – it was it was crazy. So she asked that. That was the first question. Like, what what is this? What do I get with this class? And he's like, Well, you get a permit, and you, you get know, your, yeah, yeah, you get your OLCC liquor permit, yeah, per, or you get your you take this class, and then you can apply for a permit, and that's how that works. She's like, Oh, well, in Florida, we didn't have to take these kinds of classes, <laughs> and this is instantly what she launched into. Was she seriously from Florida? I'm assuming this woman was by some of the things that she said because it just gets worse from there. Okay. Um, she's like, in Florida, we didn't have to take one of these classes. And the guy, even the, the, the guy running the class, I could tell already he was getting annoyed just, just as much as I was getting annoyed. And he's like, well, yep, in Florida, it's different. Welcome to Oregon. This is how, how we do it here. Um, Oh, Carrie, in, in, the li- in the live chat saying, why didn't you take it online? You can't take it online. You have to actually go to No, and everyone says, like, that's the confusion. Like, you yeah. can take it online. You can't take it online unless you already have no. an existing license, and that's only within a specific amount of time. So yeah. everyone's like, take it. you can't. You have to go to these classes. Yeah, you're required to. Yeah. And so so this woman already did this just at the beginning. Let me get through to some of these questions, though, that she asked, because I actually started taking notes during it. Oh, wow. Because I think Craig's it could have been out of there. Yes. Okay. Let me let me say one of the one of the first questions. Yeah. So sh- this guy opens up the book. You have like a little training book that you go through, and it's less like goes down basic stuff, questions, and all that stuff. We get through the first page, and he gets to the point about liquor, and he's talking about you know the different liquor and beer, and like the differences. Between a shot as a beer is a glass of wine. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And this woman raised her hand again, and he's like, uh, "Yes, do you have your question?" Her question was this: Where did liquor start? 
That was her question. And the guy, it threw the guy off. The guy running the class, and he's like, um, wait, wait, I mean, you mean like in general, or like where was it created? Where did liquor start? Where did liquor start? And this was where, this was her question. What? And the guy's like, um, I, I, you know, uh, ancient Egypt or something. I, I don't. I don't know, you know, I, I don't know the entire history of liquor. I'm I'm sorry. And then she, oh. she, like, she followed that up with her knowledge. She's like, it was prohibited for a while. Oh, this is, I am not cheating. I'm not kidding. Was she one of She's, God's special children? Wasn't one of God's special children, I don't think, but she was. Just, just uh, stupid. She was just dumb. Okay. She was just really dumb. And that's what, that's what her follow-up was. And the guy finally, he's just like, well, you know. I don't know. We're just here to do this and do the liquor laws. You know, just there's a to lot get of things. The day. I don't. I don't know. We'll just let's just carry on. And finally, he was able to get through it. It continued on from there. Uh, yeah, okay. in the chat, somebody said she had to have been trolling. Trust me, this woman was not trolling. Oh, she was just that. She was just that person. Well, and in the chat, it says, uh, did you get at least one person always chiming in with anecdotes from their bar slash restaurant they work at? I don't know if you did. I got that with <laughs> mine. There was this guy. So um, my class was smaller, but I had a crazy like it was like he had set aside the whole day to be there. Like he yeah. didn't really have anything better to do. So yeah, he just it's wanted like they're to enjoying being there. Yeah. Like he just wanted to make it last and last and last. And so like. After everything, any questions, like his hand would be up. And they're like, all right, what what question did you have? And he's like, um, well, at the bar that I work at, uh, sometimes a pregnant woman will come in. And uh, I see that she can get like half a beer, but I don't want to give her a beer. Do I have to give her a beer? And it's like just stupid questions. And it's all basically up to the person who wants to do it. Well, the law is the law. The law says the you can give them that you can't really refuse Ex- them service. Exactly. And that's what he's saying. And that's it. It's the bottom line. And it's that the was law. what the like, that was what the host said. And then yeah. he kept going, but yeah, I don't know if I want to and he was like starting to get into this debate about it. And I'm it's just not sitting a there. I was glaring it's the law. at him. I was glaring at him like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, it's a Saturday morning. You're wasting everybody's time. Shut up. Yeah. All right. All right. I want to hear yeah. more about the crazy. Yeah. Thing. No, no, no. There's there's more that goes on with this with this uh, person. But yeah, you're right though. It's it was. I mean, these are classes. I took this class because I have to take the class. I want to get in, get it done, and it'll open up some more opportunities for me. That's mm-hmm. it. And that's what everybody there should be doing. But it was like a social thing for some of these some of these people. And yes, all the anecdotes from their time and what they've done and these things. It's like nobody really cares it's not the appropriate forum for that no we're and, not there to make friends you're there to get your pass and move on yeah that's how well at least that's how i was i just kind of that's how most people are minus like a handful <laughs> yeah and now now it went on from there so that was you know where, where did liquor start and and uh, it was prohibited for one time wow it's a... and so so the guy kept on going and we get to the point where we're talking about serving to minors and again i swear to you, i am not making up any of these questions that this woman had because it sounds like i am making it up so much it just sounds like i'm making you're it up you're not i know you're and not a liar and i know that actually, crazy I'll, follows you no because i was sitting there furiously taking notes cuz i was so annoyed with this woman i'm like i better turn this into something or i'm just going to turn around and snap at her because she was behind me and i wanted to get out of there so uh, you know what? Actually, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll skip that one. I'm, I'll come back to that one. 
she went to, um, I'll talk about the DUI section because they reference DUIs, you know, about what, what can happen to a person if they get DUI. It's mm. just letting you know what your responsibility is. You know, there's potential that a third party could sue you if somebody drinks too much in your establishment. They get in an accident. Then that third party could come back and sue that's you. That's terrifying. By the way, as a bartender, that's, that's a terrifying thought. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So if you overserved them and it was clear you, you know, it's possible. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a brief thing saying, yeah, just follow the law and you're okay. This woman decided to give her anecdotes about DUIs. Of course, instantly raising her hand. She had anecdotes about DUIs? So, Oh, my God. Her thing, and she didn't even really have a question for this one. Of course she didn't. She just wanted to she talk just raised, somebody. Uh, She raised her hand, and the guy called on her, and she said, I got a DUI once for smoking weed. The guy's like, I'll... All right. Yeah, I was in Atlanta and I was driving and I got pulled over by the police and then the, then I was smoking weed. I was probably too high to drive and then he arrested me and then they 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 put me in jail for the night and then I went through a class, but I went through the class and it's still on my record. Oh. That was what she said in the middle of this class. <sighs> How many people were in here? Like 20? About 20 people. 20 people who are all hating the existence of this woman. It wasn't even a question. It was just her telling a story. And not even relevant to being in Oregon or getting her liquor license. Nothing to do with it. I was in Atlanta and I got a DUI for smoking marijuana. That was her story. And the guy at the end of it, he's like, well, yeah, all right. That'll that'll happen. That was in oh, Atlanta, though. Teacher. He's like, but this this is Oregon, and so we're just talking about our laws and how how this works here. So anyway, he was really good at like corralling it because you can mm. tell he probably goes through this quite a bit. The best part was when when we got to the the minors part, serving serving underage people, and one of her first things was, "I'm not very good with numbers. How do I know if they're a minor?" <laughs> I wrote these down. I'm not very good with And again, this isn't a woman who's, who has, who's mentally challenged. No, this I'm making just... that's how she sounded. She yeah. was not mentally challenged. I know it sounds like I'm, like I'm making fun of somebody mentally challenged. No, I she's know women just dumb. like this, yes. She's just, she's dumb. And I'm, I'm going to make fun of somebody who's dumb mm-hmm. for this situation. And yeah, I'm not very good with numbers. How do I know if they're underage? And this, is, this was what her, what her first question was. He's like, well, we'll... We'll get into that. We'll make it very easy, you know, and blah, blah, blah. They go through how it's very easy to tell if, you, if you're not good with numbers, mm. which is, you don't have to be good with numbers. It's just a year. You know what the year is. Yeah, like, just the year and the date. Yeah, That's all you need. That's all you need. And, uh, and so he keeps going through and, and going through this. And we get to the end of the minor section. And this, this, was the, this was the capper question that she asked. Yeah, this was the cherry on the top? This was the cherry. Oh, and if oh she I was can't wait to hear this. Totally serious. Totally serious. And that's why I have to emphasize because it sounds like I'm making something up and that's why I keep saying this. Totally seriously, she raises her hand at the end of the minor section and she said, well, what about celebrities? They can drink when they're minors, can't they? Because I've seen Justin Bieber drink at bars. Oh my God. That is what she said. She was under the impression that- if you're an underage celebrity, you can drink at a bar. You can drink in bars. Because she's seen Justin Bieber drink at bars. Oh, my God. That is in- incredible. It was amazing. And I That is so I much worse than like, my one-upper guy. Like, at least you get some entertainment value out of this. When I actually turned around in my seat at that point, because I looked around, just because I'd already seen what this woman looked like, and I didn't even want to look at her because I was just so furious. But I looked around at her, and that one was so off the wall that 
I was just like trying not to laugh. And I turned around and looked at her just to see if she was serious. And she was serious. She was serious. Oh, did anyone else? Did you make any like eye contact friends in the class? I was trying to, but I kind of sat. You away have from to me. make eye contact friends, you know, I, so that you can both be like, "Are you kidding me?" I tried What's to. Wrong I, with this I looked lady? at the guy, the guy across from me, and I think he kind of got it, but he was also very serious, like very serious, and mm. so I, I really didn't have a buddy in the class. Yeah, I was just kind of on my own. Okay, um, but that is. That is what she asked. Well, at least the good thing is, I don't even chances know. are, if she's that deeply stupid, she probably didn't pass the test. Probably not. It's a long not. test. It's like, what, like 50 questions or so? 50 questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you would have to be really dumb not to pass it, mm-hmm. but I, I imagine she did not pass it. Yeah. But that was her question. Yes, if she, if celebrity minors... Are celebrity minors allowed? Yes, allowed to drink in bars. Yes, the old totally allows celebrity minors. She's seen to Justin drink in Bieber bars. drinking in a bar. Wow. Yeah, and that was what that was what she said. That's pretty amazing. So anyway, I took class. I do have the license now, so it's, Congratulations. it's there. It's there. Yeah, I mean, it's there for uh, you know. How'd you score on it? Oh, uh, I don't know what my score was yet. Okay. I guess technically, I don't know if I passed. I don't. I won't find out until like next week. I got a hundred percent on mine. I'm thinking I got 100%. The only thing that would have changed it is if I was filling it out so fast that I didn't go back and check to my get answers. The hell out yeah. Of there. <laughs> yeah, if I if I wrote one into the wrong thing. I think thing. that's what they're counting on at that point because by the end of it you're like sweet baby Jesus is this I just over? I wanted to get away from this woman so bad. I was Ugh. just like, "Yep, yep, no, no, no." I knew the answers, but I it's possible I went through it so fast I could have filled out a wrong a wrong uh spot. For the OCC class did you have to do like temperatures and stuff too? No. Okay. That's food handlers. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, no. All right. No, it's pretty basic stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. Don't serve drunk people. Don't serve drunk people. Don't, don't serve, serve underage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And if you got a DUI in Atlanta one time from... Oh, my God. I hope And if they're a get... minor, though, you can serve them if they're a celebrity. So I, <laughs> I just want you to know that. That's that's not in the book, but just it's okay. Greg, I so want you to get a side bartending gig. I just want to see you behind a bar. Why? That would be like... I don't know, because it, be, it would like break my brain. It just seems like the weirdest thing. Where did the curse start? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, it, it's you know whatever. It's possible. Yeah, I have the uh, have the uh, have the options. Oh my god! Opens up some options. Well, congratulations! Thank Always you. Good to have that door open. And quite honestly, this. It was pretty easy to do, to be honest. I mean, it, it was far less expensive. Than it I always thought. it's more it's less expensive. And I, I it's, thought it was an expensive thing to do. It go is through. so much more helpful than you mm-hmm. think it would be. I mean, really, like you take the class, you have the license. I think it lasts like three to five years. Well, even if we were to do an event or have a you know a fun employment radio event where we poured some beers for people, I wouldn't be able to do that mm-hmm. without this yeah, license. But now like you I would can. not even be able to be behind the bar. If you passed, if I passed, which we don't know. I don't know. True or false? I could celebrities under twenty one drink. Oh, uh, well, I've seen Justin Bieber do it. Well, now, honestly, he is 21, but... Oh, yeah, I don't think she was referring to... Yeah, and the younger I years... don't know. I don't know what she was referring to. Uh-huh. That's just what she said. <laughs> when did liquor start? <laughs> where, where, where did liquor start? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, she did pass. She's probably not going to last for long, wherever... Oh, that woman is... Pro- yeah, she's... Oh, I did hear... Yeah, she told her... What she was planning to do before the class, too. I forgot about that. What was she doing? Uh, she works for a place right now that does uh, catering things. Uh, there's so many more questions that she asked that I didn't even bring into this because I was just like, I'm just going to cherry pick the ones. I didn't even bring in her serving at weddings. And what? Oh, it's just. I could probably do an hour just recanting, oh, wow. recanting what this woman has said. 
Oh, I know the exact kind of woman you're talking about, too. Mm-hmm. So did you get her phone number? Oh, yeah. We're going to yeah. study afterwards. Awesome. I'm assuming we both didn't pass, so we're yeah. going to be study <laughs> We're going to be dates. study buddies. Yeah. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. My friend Greg and I are both available for all of your bartending needs. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. But we would like to be uh, more so on Fun Employment Radio. So welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Greg, this is the most horrible story I've read today, so now I must share it with you. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, so you know when you go swimming in a pool during the summer and, like, you you know, your eyes get itchy and they get all red because you think you have uh, too much chlorine and, you know, you get chlorine in your eyes? Mm-hmm. Think again. It's not chlorine. Oh, I bet I know. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are now coming clean to explain to swimmers why their eyes burn and turn red in the pool. Now, most swimmers, like myself, until I read this disgusting article, uh, believe that red stinging eyes in the pool are caused by chlorine. While this isn't completely false, it can slightly be, they can be slightly irritated by the chlorine. Uh, there's another element that creates the burning. The irritants are caused... By combining chlorine with sweat, urine, and other waste from swimmers. Waste? Waste. Sweat, urine, and swimmer waste combined with chlorine. It's all from people. It's all from people. Ew. People. It's not the chlorine that's turning your eyes red, it's urine. Honestly, I thought it was just um, like uh, lotion and stuff like that, like suntan lotion. When I worked for the... The pool liner company. I worked. Anybody who doesn't know, I worked for a, worked for a company that manufactures pool liners, vinyl pool liners. Mostly sell them in the south. Um, but we would get these samples sent in, and they were all crusty and gross ones that had been in there for a while. It's the reason that would happen. Oh my god! Is Stop. it was all from body oils okay. and lotions. Oh my god! Oh, this is not necessary. Stop. And it would it cakes on the side of a pool. Oh, and then the we're sun the board bakes over it here in. So I can start muting you. That is fucking. So disgusting. instead of this pliable vinyl, it's like snap in half because body oils. Okay, baked that's into enough. It. That's enough. That's what happens. That's enough. I'm so uh, you. if you're thinking about getting in a pool, which I don't think I ever really want, as much as I love tropical summer, I'm starting to get kind of grossed out. Like I'm starting to get the whole cesspool vibe, like why people get a little grossed out by pools. Now I'm kind of grossed out. So uh, the irritants, aka I guess the urine, tend to be stronger in uh, indoor pools, uh, which can be contributed to by poor air quality, since there isn't a lot of air circulating in indoor pools. Uh, the lack of air circulation can cause further irritation for swimmers. Uh, so keeping doors and windows open on inside pools allows for better air circulation, therefore hopefully, hopefully less red stingy eyes. In order to try and attempt to prevent this, uh, swimmers are advised to use the shower and restroom before getting in the pool to decrease the formation of irritants. Yeah, but that's not, not going to stop people from peeing in there. Pee, pee, pee. That's why you see a kid in the pool. I don't want in Out. that pool. Out. I do not want in that pool. A pee or a drunk, uh, a kid or a drunk man, or a woman. Uh, I don't really see a lot of drunk women. Do women pee in pools? I don't. I mean, I did when I was a kid. I would think, and I peed in like there'd be no difference. I peed in like the river, but that's flowing. Uh, well, yeah, that's different. Rivers, yeah, everybody pees in a river. I don't know. I wouldn't. No, in a pool. You don't think women pee in pools? I mean, I'm sure some women pee in pools. Some women think that you should serve alcohol to minors if they're celebrities. I don't know. (laughs) Where did liquor start? (laughs) Uh, Huh. All right. I'm just curious about that, huh? Mm-hmm. So women, you're you're making the claim. I'm not making any claim. That drunk women don't pee in pools. I would say that more drunk men pee in pools. Actually, 
Maybe I mean, I'm do you wrong. really think that? No, because drunk men can probably get out of the pool and like whip it out and we can pee, pee anywhere in the, in the bushes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would do. Huh? I'm. I would guess women do it more often because it's more of a pain to go find a bathroom. Well, if they did, they wouldn't be honest about it. Well, no, they'd all lie about it. Well, so so would men. Yeah. So I mean, so we'll never know. If I peed in the pool, I'm not going to tell you about it. So you're saying that you don't not I'm saying pee in sometimes the pool. the pool's warmer in spots than others. Ew. No, I don't pee in the pool. Greg just totally admitted to peeing in the pool. I do not pee in a pool. Now a lake or a river? Yeah, I'll be peeing all day in that. But uh, no, not in you'll a, be peeing. That's pool. that's your like, all day good long. summer fun. That's all day long. Part, just gonna pee best away. part of the lake. Peeing in the lake. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, let's get away from the pee thing. All right, next up. Oh my gosh, a story from my favorite place in the entire world. Greg, where is it from? Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie. A 65-year-old Port St. Lucie, Florida woman has been arrested uh, after being accused of stabbing her son in the nipple with a pencil after he complained that she bought too much stuff at Walmart. In the nipple? She stabbed How did her she son get that kind of nipple. a name? Was that just an accident or... Was she actually uh, aiming for the nipple? I don't know if it was nipple aim, but I mean, that's my some God. pretty good stabbing. This has pencil stabbing nipple, Port St. Lucie, <clears throat> Walmart. This is uh, it's it's everything. Okay, it's everything at the same time. All right, it's just missing furious masturbation. That's pretty much it. All right, again, a 65-year-old Port St. Lucie, Florida woman has been arrested uh, and accused of stabbing her husband and, or excuse me, her son in the nipple with a pencil after he complained that she had purchased too much stuff at Walmart. This woman's name is Gail Higley. Gail Higley. Now, Gail Higley, uh, Gail Higley's son, told Port St. Lucie police that he came home from the bar to discover Mama Higley made a lot of unnecessary purchases at a Walmart and spent bunches of money. Now, uh, Gail oh, this guy's coming home from the bar and then criticizing and his And then mom. criticizing his mother. Uh, Ma, what are you doing? Ma, what you been spending money on, Ma? Uh, Gail Higley's uh, unnamed son said that they argued over her spending habits and that his mother then stabbed his left nipple with a pencil and slapped his face. <laughs> I don't know why he has an accent. It just seems like no, it a mother-son duo living in Port St. Lucie getting into like pencil no, nipple stabbing fights. probably fight. pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, so when police showed up, they did notice a small mark on the left nipple that was in question. Uh, meanwhile, Gail Higley, the accused nipple stabber, said that she was arguing with her son over how she prepared lasagna for dinner. Now, she put the lasagna in the microwave. However, her son wanted it in the oven, and that's when the brouhaha ensued. Oh, boy. Now, Gail Higley said that, yes, she did slap her son, but denied stabbing him in the nipple with a pencil. Now, Gail Higley appeared intoxicated, as did her son. No. Investigators did find a pencil on scene, but with no tip. Uh-oh. So they don't know what happened to the tip of the pencil. Well, police have arrested Gail Higley in Port St. Lucie on a battery charge. She was t- taken she, to- she got arrested for the slapping? She got arrested for the slapping and the stabbing. Oh, boy. They weren't able to prove the stabbing, but there was a mark on the left nipple. So, And who knows what she bought at Walmart? God. Who knows? Get Geraldo on this. Got to get him, uh, yeah, quick. Somebody quick. on this Too thing. Sweet. Get it. Well, uh, Gail Higley is now resting comfortably in the Port St. Lucie County Jail. Next up, I have the tale of a man named Joshua Mascheliari. A 23-year-old named Joshua Mascheliari has been arrested after wandering pantsless into an intersection while striking Superman poses and urinating. Wow. He's just doing it all. 23 years old. Already Look at has him, the all world grown up. at his fingertips. All grown up. Uh, Mascarelli was intoxicated and endangering the safety of others, police reports say, uh, as he walked uh, through an intersection not far from his home. Mascarelli uh, was wearing a black, or, excuse me, a red tank top 
and absolutely no pants during his midnight wandering. As he traveled, Mascarelli allegedly would, quote, stop on occasion and pose like Superman, exposing his penis and urinating all the while. How, how many times did he have to pee? I don't know. Maybe he could, like, maybe he has the talent where he could, like, stop it. That's not Why does everything you. have to do with peeing? That's this your not, world of crazy. You're I the one that wrote it. I did not realize that I had two peeing stories. You, you picked the story. We're not going to focus segment. on the peeing, then. We already did that. All right. All right. Uh, when confronted by the sheriff's deputies, uh, Mascarelli could not explain why he didn't have any pants on, nor did he know his way home, even though he was just a block away. <laughs> well, he was arrested for disorderly intoxication and booked in county jail. He was released uh, from custody yesterday. Well, according to his LinkedIn page, Mascarelli. Oh who's an account executive with an identif- uh, identification equipment firm, is a Coker College graduate who kept in the school's lacrosse team for three-plus years. <laughs> lacrosse dude. And this will follow him around forever. All right, let me see if this next story, no paying. No paying, awesome. All right. An Ohio couple's Saturday morning joyride ended up with both of them being arrested after police discovered them naked inside of their car. There's a little more to the story, though. Oh. This is a couple, by the way, I want to call this story Match Made in Heaven. Okay. Okay. Police in Westlake, Ohio, had received multiple complaints about a naked man and woman standing outside of a parked car in a commercial parking lot this past weekend. Now, an overnight worker spotted the couple in the company's parking lot, called the cops, and watched the man and woman still naked. They weren't having the sex or anything. Oh, okay. They were just shooting the shit. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. It's just hot. Hanging out being naked. Hanging out being naked outside of the car in an abandoned parking lot. Uh, so an overnight worker who was the, called the cops uh, called them and then watched the man and woman hop in a car and drive over a curb uh, into a lawn and away. Uh, officers were able to catch up to the vehicle. Uh, it was then they found uh, Alexandria Maurer, 24, behind the wheel, holding a slice of pizza, <laughs> buck naked. Naked eating pizza naked in an abandoned eating, car naked in a parking, pizza. parking lot. Okay. No, no, she had driven out of the parking lot. They tried to escape the parking lot. <clears throat> they, they were, I'm assuming they were eating pizza when they were there. They were probably eating pizza. I don't think they stopped for a slice of pizza because yeah. it was in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so her passenger, uh, 33-year-old Kenneth Gillespie, was uh, not holding a pizza, but he was cradling an open beer can between his feet. Uh, both were completely naked, said the police captain. Uh, police ordered Mauer and Gillespie out of the car and told them to put clothes on. Gillespie was in quite the conundrum because he only had a sweatshirt and underwear with him. I don't know. So where he had no before. pants. Where are the pants on these people? I don't know. Uh, so police gave him shoes and an old pair of jail pants one of them had in the car. Now, uh, Lady Mauer refused a breathalyzer test and was arrested for operating a vehicle while intoxicated. She was released into the custody of a relative, but decided that wasn't good enough and jumped out of her relative's car on the ride home. Oh, wow. Uh, police found her wandering along the side of a road two hours later, still naked, naked and arrested her for disorderly conduct while intoxicated. Uh, Gillespie, again, her soulmate, who was on probation for drug possession, was arrested for disorderly conduct and public indecency as well as the open container charge. Uh, this, this dapper gentleman on the way back to the police station decided to also... Urinate in the back of the police cruiser. Oh. No, tale of love for the ages. Man. There are modern day Romeo and Juliet, the tale of Mauer and Gillespie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mauer and Gillespie. All right, this story to me is fascinating. It's my last story, and I wanted to kind of save this 
for last because it's it's world of crazy, but it has nothing to do with pee or anything. It's kind of out of a horror film. You know how much I love horror movies. Yes, I love them. You're an aficionado. I'm not, I, and I'm not saying like I'm. I know everything about everything. I'm, I'm not like somebody who. But knows. you like horror movies. I love horror movies. Yeah, I've seen I've seen my share. I'm not. I don't have like a horror. Usually, movie really bad ones. I'm aficionado of Lifetime and terrible horror movies for like the most Drag part. Me to Hell, like worst movie oh ever made. Oh my god, don't even start with that. It's so bad. All right, it's now such a this is now this is an actual thing that sounds like it's from a movie, but this is something that's real that's okay. happening. All, All right. right. So, in Westfield, New Jersey, this family has filed suit against the previous owners of a six-bedroom home, basically a mansion that they purchased for $1.3 million, and they're suing the previous owners because that they knowingly and willing, uh, willfully failed to disclose the home's history. And the history is namely of this person who calls himself The Watcher. What? It is fucking creepy. So listen to this. So this is an individual uh, with a mentally disturbed fixation and claim uh, to possession and or ownership of the home. Now, this person is the watcher who has over the years sent terrifying letters to the residents of the home saying that he was watching them and that they need to get out of his house. Has never been caught. Has never been caught. Nobody knows who he is. That's creepy. Yes. So this is what happened. So uh, these people bought this house uh, in Westfield, New Jersey uh, for $1.3 million, as I said before. Uh, So the first of the letters arrived on June 5th, 2014, which was less than a week after the family moved into the house. Now, the letter informed the the buyers that their house, quote, has been the subject of my family for decades. And the writer had put in uh, had been, quote, put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. The letter (laughs) continued to say... Why are you here? I will find out. I asked the, and then whatever the previous owner's last names were, I asked the previous owners to bring me young blood. Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. What additional, the fuck? Additional letters, always signed the watcher, anonymously, uh, sent in the following months, grew more threatening and ominous. Uh... Let's see, it says, uh, one of them said, this kind of sounds like a really disturbed, fucked up, like, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. That's what he, he would write, you know, he's... Yeah, he was the the opera ghost. Yeah. So he would write them. He's like, this is exactly what you need to be doing. Do not displease me. Yeah, he was a janitor at the hotel. Okay, shut up. Don't, no. This, we're being serious now. All right, so uh, additional letters sent in the following months, groom with threatening. Uh, one of them said, I am pleased to know your names now in the name of the young blood you have brought to me. Ew. Referring to their child. Who has the bedroom facing the street? The young blood. I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me know uh, who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan for things better. What the hell? Another letter asked uh, the residents, have you found what's inside the walls yet? (laughs) I mean, is this just somebody that's trolling them? This has been going on for years, and that's why this family is suing the other family. How many years had it been going on with the other person. Uh, it says, uh, in the home's history, knowingly and willfully failed to disclose the home's history that was the focus of the watcher and individual um, ownership of the home. Um, it doesn't say how long that it's been going on, but they're suing them, and this is going to court because this is something that caused the other family to move out of the house because of this guy who calls, or woman who calls themselves the watcher. <sighs> Uh, so the alleged stalker's identity couldn't be resolved by the police. The family actually ended up packing up all their shit and leaving the property. 
and started to sue the prior owner. So um, one of the representatives for the police station in uh, Westfield, New Jersey, said that the police department uh, conducted an exhaustive investigation based on the circumstances and evidence available, but they have not been able to find the culprit. So uh, the couple has attempted to sell the house multiple times, you know, now since they're stuck with the house and the watcher, but uh, would-be buyers all backed out after learning about the letters. That is, it's weird that they can't trace it down at all. They can't trace it. I know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, can't they just go to the P.O. box or wherever it's being sent, wherever it's stamped, or... Huh. I don't know. But that would creep me the... F- Imagine if you Oh, yeah, getting no, that's messed up. Letters from the watcher, knowing and the by name the way, of your, like, family and, like, what bedrooms are yours. And- nobody send me any letters in the mail saying that. Greg, you can't, you should have just let that go, man. You don't make declarations like that. I'll find out who it is. Oh, I bet you will, just like the police in Westfield, New Jersey. All right, I just thought that was fascinating, so it's like a real-life horror movie. I swear that sounds like something, well, that is like many horror movies. It's got to be somebody who has just, like, got really pissed off, or it's a personal thing about, maybe about the family beforehand, because they're trying to get them in trouble. I don't know. I don't know. But it's been going on for quite some time. I want to investigate that. Yeah. You try and find the watcher of New Jersey. All right, my friends, there you have it. That is your world of crazy. Some good world of crazy. Thank you. Good, good world of crazy. Good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. There's been some crazy going on in in the world of balls, too. I saw the breaking news today. There is. There is some news that's going on. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? I think we should. All right. I'm kind of sad about this. I mean, he wasn't holding up his end. Let me me say what it is first. I'm not going to spoil it, but... All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, I'll do this then. So the first story here does have to do with the NBA. The NBA draft is today, which means uh, teams will be drafting players from college onto their uh, onto their teams. But with that, there's all kinds of different trades and things that happen around the draft. And the Portland Trailblazers were one of the first teams to make a move yesterday, sending. Nicola Batum to the Charlotte Hornets. Nicola Batum, no longer a Portland Trailblazer. Uh, Nick Batum has been with the team for, I don't know, since like 2007, I want to say. He is uh, a French player. It's it's weird. It's weird that he's it's weird that he's not part of the team anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been the starting small forward for the last two years, I think. Before that, he was uh, one of the, basically the sixth man on the team. And he is gone. So he was traded to the Charlotte Hornets for Noah Vonley. Vonley. I think you say it Vonley. Mm. I'm just b- beginning to be familiar with him. So Vonley. Who's, who's a good prospect. And then on top of that, also Gerald Henderson sent from oh, the Charlotte Hornets Wallace. back to, back God to damn the it. Portland Trailblazers. So Gerald Henderson. Oh, the, I got so excited for a second. It's the second Gerald we've acquired from Charlotte in about five years. So Gerald Henderson and Noah Vonley are now part of the Portland Trailblazers. Neither one of those has big of a name as Nick Batum. You're eh, sure not it's really. not Gerald Wallace? Gerald Henderson. Damn it. And it's sent to the Portland Trailblazers. So we'll see what happens. Now, here's the thing. I'm just going to do a little bit of Blazers knowledge here just to fully fill in everything that's going on. The speculation is this. And it's hard to say exactly what's going on because the, the Trailblazers GM, Neil Olshay, is pretty sneaky with, with everything that goes on. He's a very good... Very good negotiator. He usually has a plan. So far, his plans seem to work out. He, mm. he, does, he actually pulls off some pretty good trades and some pretty good moves for the, for the team, so we'll see what this is. This does save the Blazers money, 
So it saves them money off of the cap space, which means they can offer somebody else more. Presumably, they're going to offer as much money as possible to LaMarcus Aldridge. However, the rumors are... Uh-oh. The rumors are rampant that LaMarcus Aldridge is out. Is that he does not want to sign with Portland again. So he's an unrestricted <laughs> free agent. He can go wherever he wants. And the, uh, yeah, the a, lot, a lot of the speculation, which again, it's hard to say exactly how much is true or not, but the speculation is that he is... Out of Portland, he will not. You know, I love Lamarcus Aldridge, and I think that he deserves more than Portland can give him right now. I think that, as much as as bummed out as I'm going to be watching him play on another team, I like him, and he wants a ring. And right now, he's just not going to get that. I think it. I that's what I think. I I think if he wants to leave, good on him. Possible. I mean, there's also the possibility the Blazers cleared cap space because they're going to re-sign Aldridge and bring in like DeAndre Jordan or something like that. It's it's possible. All these things, who knows for sure. However, the speculation is Aldridge is going now. There's only one thing, and I agree with you. I respect LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, you know, he's done great for the franchise. If he wants to go somewhere else, if he wants to go back and play for a Texas team. He's from Texas. He wants to get a ring. I understand. Mm. Like, I'm not going to hold, like, a hard grudge. Unless he does this. Okay, does what? The, Give me the unless. One of the big teams that supposedly has jumped up, and now this is always one of the rumors, but one of the big teams that might be luring him to their team is the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. The, no, now, that, if he no. signs for yeah. the Lakers, that will be a different story. Oh, my God. I will boo him till the end of time. I will have some crying friends if he goes to the Lakers. That would suck. That will break fucking hearts everywhere. That would That's be awful. That's not possible, is it? It is entirely possible because they are also uh, looking to be getting, bringing in DeMarcus Cousins. Um, an impossible trade with Sacramento, which DeMarcus Cousins, DeMarcus and LaMarcus, that duo, that's a pretty damn good duo. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I hold, held on to my Beat LA shirt. Yeah, see, there you go. Oh my gosh, but anyway, it'll have double meaning now. That's one of the possibilities. I highly doubt that's going to happen. However, that is uh, one of the speculation things. So we'll see in the next couple of days, everything... Everything's going to happen in the next couple of days. Well, actually, I, t- I take that back. July 1st is really when, when all this can take place. So it'll be in the next week. Things will start to go down. Now, the other thing is Kevin Love also opted out of his contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kevin Love being a Portland native, maybe they can bring him back. Hmm. There's a rumor that, that if LaMarcus does go, the Blazers will be throwing all the money in the world at Kevin Love to get him to come back to Portland. I do have to say Kevin Love is quite dreamy. Well, okay, there's that aspect to it. He's also pretty good at basketball. and if he's ba- Basket what? Yeah. If he's healthy... I'm perfectly fine having Kevin Love on Portland. That's that we're not really downgrading that much. That I would be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Aldridge Aldridge is a little bit above Kevin Love right now because of Love's injuries. However, Love gets healthy again. Man, hey, I'm okay with Kevin Love on this team. That yep. would be awesome. So there we go. You've been saying that for years. Yeah. Well, he's Kevin the Portland Love. native. Yeah. I mean, you know. And he's 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 really fucking good. Well, we're going to need something positive to swing the like promote like the Portland promotion machine. Well, if it doesn't happen if Aldridge goes and we don't lure a big free agent, expect another few years of rebuilding. Mm-hmm. It's going to be and then maybe losing Lillard to free agency too. Another new Sportlandia just got 3 likes today. Sportlandia was a show that we did for the Portland Trailblazers. If you want to treat <laughs> I just at- got alerted for it. Oh, tweet at the Blazers uh, bring Sportlandia back. That would be awesome. <laughs> Psh, why not? Sportlandia was a fun show. All right, moving on to Baltac. Um, I'll just go, okay, I've got uh, a couple more things. One other thing, I wanted to say this because of what I, so do you know who Drazen Petrovic was? Petrovic, yes, yes, I do. Drazen Petrovic, he was a Croatian basketball player, played for the Blazers for a while, 
real big fan favorite here and then went to New Jersey. He was like one of the best players to ever come out of mm. Europe. Um, and then his best friend, Vladi Divac, who was Serbian. There's there's a documentary you can watch called um, 30 for 30. I think it's Brothers in Arms. And it's about... I'm not going to go too deep into this. I have a fascination with like Yugoslavia and all that stuff that happened. We there. all know. Greg. I know. I'm not going to go into it too much, but this story is really neat. It's so Drazen Petrovic was Croatian, Vladi Divac was Serbian. They were best friends. They came to play in the United States together, and then Yugoslavia broke up, and then they became basically enemies. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but it's the the ESPN 30 for 30 is fantastic. I highly suggest it. Anyway, Petrovic ended up uh, dying in a car accident, like in the in the early 90s. So what happened here, here how I'm tying this all in, is that when he did play, he was friends with Steph Curry's dad, Del Curry. And when Steph Curry, there's a picture of Steph Curry at like four years old where he's hanging out with all of them at the NBA three-point contest. And Drazen Petrovic's mom is the one that babysat him while all that stuff was going on, while the while his dad was in the three-point contest and all that. Uh-huh. So uh, Petrovic's mom you know, took care of Steph Curry. Well, Steph Curry just did this. He actually sent one of his uh, finals jerseys and had it sent to Drazen Petrovic's mom in Croatia. Oh, wow. And and had that sent over to to her just to say thank you because, you know, he was a fan of Petrovic, but also thank you for taking care of him when he was a little kid for babysitting him. That's so sweet. That's pretty cool. I just got to say. Steph Curry's cool. fucking killing it. It's, it's a cool move, and I'm a big fan of that whole story of Petrovic, so... Good job, Steph Curry, damn mm. it. It's hard to hate you. All right, moving on. <laughs> Greg almost had some feelings over there for a second. Oh, man, that, I'm telling you, that ESPN 30 for 30, that is that is as close as I get. Like, uh, I'll uh, I'll get a, get a little uh, little dust in the eyes on that one. A little dusty in there? Uh, that one got me a little dusty. Yeah, it is, a, it is a very, very good story. All right, finally. Well, we've got two things. Oh, no. Friends, Got a I couple just saw of minutes, him so. reaching for the, for the cord. One, I'm going to say this. This is uh, how not to do a good job when your job is a sports reporter. And there's a there's a bunch of stuff going around about this because I believe Amy Poehler and um, Seth Meyers made fun of this guy, which deserves to be made fun of. Uh, Andy Benoit, I, I guess is how you would say like his Benoit name. Benoit Balls? I suppose. Is a reporter for Sports Illustrated. And he actually posted something on Twitter, which is pretty incredible, considering that he's a sports reporter. Somebody had written to him on Twitter saying, uh, uh, some people argue that women's soccer isn't worth watching, and this guy had posted to Andy uh, Benoit a uh, video of a pretty cool soccer play from women's soccer, saying, making fun of him for not liking it. This, This guy, this SI reporter wrote back, not women's soccer, women's sports in general, not worth watching. So that's what he. Then that's what fine. A, a lot of people have that opinion, but you're a, you work for Sports Illustrated. Yeah, you you can't make those statements. No. And also, it, it's not true. But I mean, whatever. That's his opinion. He could have his opinion. But when you're a sports reporter, that's just really a dumb thing to do. That is a really stupid. That's move. just dumb. Why you don't have to do that? However, he did post that, and now of course everybody's going uh, going crazy on him for making a statement like that. I'm just saying it's just stupid. Like, why would you think that that would be in any way appropriate? Especially for where you work. Well, yeah, you're a sports reporter. Keep your, you don't have nobody's making you post that on Twitter. You did that on your own and you did it to yourself. So, mm-hmm. well, with that, I disagree because I enjoy women's World Cup soccer. It's fun, and the U.S. is taking on China tomorrow. And with that, I decided to play this. This is a little bit of a fan song. If you don't like it, oh my God! 
This is uh, from Wrath Records. I'm trying to see who sings it. I don't know, but it's uh, called Can America Win It All? Summer Anthem and Music Video. Soccer Anthem 2015. America, we got this. Oh my god. <laughs> I love how they can't come up with any other lyrics. Like a rock star, running like a track star. The studio's my lab because I'm gonna be a rap star. She just rhymes star three times in a row. I, I, I heard that. Okay, I can't okay do that's that. enough. That's enough. That, that was really awful. That was Koi featuring Xena. Oh boy. America, we got this slash making moves remix. That was the remix. Oh wow! I need to really seek out the original. Yeah. The remix just spoke to me. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Women's soccer team is playing tomorrow against China. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That was just wonderful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know where I might be stopping by? Uh, well, not today, but tomorrow morning. Tell me. Next adventure. Oh, awesome. Yes, because I need to pick up some more stuff for camping. Oh, yeah. And they have amazing camping gear there. Um, what do you think you want you, you want to get? Well, I already have a water filter that I got from Next Adventure. Just, okay, Next Adventure. Just don't ever mention that again. That's too on much. On the corner of Stark and Grand, where you can go there and pick up any kind of outdoor supply that you would ever need or, uh, for, for uh, outdoor activities. They've got everything. You know, whether it's a bunch of people are into really frisbee golf now too. Mm, which indoor activities. I just bought a pair. Of, I just bought a pair of sandals there the other day. Sandals, mm. clothing, tents, uh, ski gear, snowboard gear. Which I know it's out of season for that, but it might be a good time Might to get a good prep. deal on it. Yeah, uh, there are so many different things you can pick up there. And Next Adventure is a really, really fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and they are fantastic, and we really appreciate them. And so, stop in. Stop in to Next Adventure. Mm-hmm. Pick, pick yourself up something and let them know that you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. So oh, yeah. nextadventure.net and then, of course, the corner of Stark and Grand. And then they have the Paddle Store, which is just down the street. Ooh, that sounds good. I kind of want a kayak. I know I you do. I think I can just go pick up a kayak right now. But. Yeah. yeah I, you think maybe just on the way downtown, you'll just stop and yeah. pick up a kayak? Yeah. I'll just sure. pick up a kayak. All right. Good luck with that. So <laughs> Next Adventure. <laughs> So fantastic, and uh, we really appreciate their sponsorship, and thank you for stopping by there. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our show. Oh, we yes. really, really appreciate it. Uh, you can vote for us. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Willamette Week link there at the uh, at the the on the front page. Yep, on the front page. There's, there's a just a hyperlink. There's a, there's a thing that says click here to vote for us for Willamette Week. Just takes you right there. Yep. We're the first uh, one under media and personalities under podcast. Just click vote. Put in your email address, make up a password, uncheck boxes so you don't get spammed, and then you're done. That's it. And we really, like, it, it means a lot to us. So if you could do that for a sec, yep, that'd be really cool. Go to our website and click on the link. That's the easiest way to do it. That would be awesome. Thank you. We really appreciate that. All right. Ready for your long day, Greg? It's a long day. The day is just Ooh. beginning, but I'm excited about the day. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Good, uh, follow us on Twitter at Fun Imp Radio. Like us on Facebook, Fun Employment Radio. Oh, of note, tomorrow's show, we're going to be going early because it's supposed to be like 190 degrees in Portland, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, do the show live a little bit early. What do, what do we say? 10:30. 11. 11. Let's do. We'll 11. go live at 11 tomorrow. We'll be live at 11. We want to try and beat the heat a little. So yeah, for you for you guys listening live, live at 11 a.m. tomorrow. 
Um, so just so you know that. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Try and stay cool out there if you're in Portland. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 